record this. Um, I want to, yeah, because I wanted to record this because I've been, some of the calls I like to do when we're like just talking and whatever. And then I feel like sometimes I just feel like, oh, I have a message and someone needs to hear this. And so I haven't recorded in a couple of days. So I need to do a recording anyway. But I'm going to cut that part out so that I can start here. April, <laughs> dear April. Uh, no, but what you just said about your son going to hockey and you reaching back and praying over him in the backseat, and that's something that you always do. We have to remember that our brands of who we are, our brands are who we are. When you create a brand, when we talked about that before, like sometimes you just overthink it and you over try. And then the over trying isn't as good as just the authentic you showing your real life. And so we have to remember that too, is like, yeah, the algorithms and the reels and the posts and all the things that we're told to do in order to build our presence online, attract more people to us, make money online. We have to show that it's us. And that right there, because I am a Christian mom who has kids in sports. And as you were saying that April, the first thing you said about praying that the Holy Spirit guides the puck right into the net, <laughs> being a crazy Christian mom, I have thought of that. I'm like, please, like, just bring the goal right into it. Like, let Dominic score this. It'll be amazing. He needs this. Like, I totally relate to that. And I think that that's really funny because it's not something that I think of all the time, but it's something I do. But the other part of praying over him is it weird to say that I haven't thought of doing that? You know, like I'm a Christian mom who's a practicing Christian woman who reads her Bible to her kids. And we go to Bible studies and church every Sunday. And I try my best to be a Christian mom and lead them where I need to go. But I haven't thought of doing that. Like praying for protection, praying for all of the things that you need to pray for as a mom. So you having that as your brand and you making a video, a reel, showing these things that you're doing, giving parents ideas, giving mom, Christian moms ideas and ways of being a better Christian mom. Because now if I would have seen that while I was scrolling, I would have been like, oh yeah, I need to do that now every time because you just told me and now I'm literally going to start doing that every single time. Like, why would I not do that? I just didn't think about it. Because we're just distracted. We're trying to think of what field do we need to be on? What time is it? Where's everyone else at? Who's texting us? Like, did we ha do we have everything? Are your cleats on? Hurry up. We're pulling up. Like, we don't ever think about that. So that's so important. And that's why a brand, that's when you know a brand is really strong and a good brand is when you can post real life things that are happening throughout your day and you can post them, real thoughts that come into your head real things that you're doing. That's why I don't like to pre-plan content because I like to post things in the moment. I want people to know who I really am, what is really going through my mind, where I'm really at, because I just think that so many people aren't real enough and relatable enough and vulnerable enough to talk about the areas that they suck in, the things that they're trying to do to show that you don't have to be perfect in order to be successful. You don't have to be perfect in order to make an impact on someone. It's not about that. And if you can post things when they hit you, like your 
well, for two reasons. One, it's easier to just write stuff out when it's happening in real life. Like you're on a walk, your kid just said this thing to you. Now you like just had this moment and you're thinking something and you're like, I need to post about this. Like you're going to be more passionate when you're typing it out. And when you're talking about what you decide to post on right that minute, because you're in the moment, it's not like, okay, April, um, write me a post about time freedom. Like you could do it, but I bet you, if you were on a vacation with your family on a Wednesday and you're like on a hike and you and I are walking together and we're talking about like how crazy it is that we're actually just on a hike with our kids on vacation on a Wednesday that we're not at work. We didn't have to put time off. I bet you if I said, hey, write a post about this, that post would be so much more impactful to people because you're really experiencing it. So I like it for that reason. But the other reason is because it pushes you and motivates you and me to live out this better life that we keep talking about wanting. If you're laying in bed, binge watching Netflix, eating Doritos and Oreos, you're not going to really have that much content. I mean, unless your brand is Netflix and chill, (laughs) like other than that, then, you know, and you know, what's crazy is like that brand would be successful. I want that brand. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Rebrand. Here we go. (laughs) Um, But it's just, if you're authentic and you're true to yourself and you said in the comments, it's like your target market can feel it. They really can because you guys can read posts and see posts where you know that that person didn't write that. Like every single one of you have read about, you're like, that person didn't write that. And whether at the bottom, they said like, this was copy and pasted from whatever, or um, they don't put that. You're still like, you did not write that. I know who you are. I know how you talk. You do not talk like that. That is not your post. And it doesn't have to have anything that's not true about the person. You can just feel it. People can feel it. You cannot BS your way to building a brand online. Like, oh, I'm just going to, you one can't build a brand that you're not. You can't be like, oh, I think I'm going to be, because this is what a lot of people think too. Like I'm going to build a brand. And if you've taken my branding course, then you know more of what I'm talking about. If you haven't taken my branding course, mentoringthemasses.com, go take it because this will tell you exactly what you need to do in order to identify and create a brand. Now, if you have gone through it though, because I'm guilty of this, it's like, oh, who do I want to be? And that's kind of what you think because we live in a world where it's not as free as it once was, but it's freer than most. And you have a lot of options. You have a ton of options of what you can do. You can do and be and create anything that you want to create. Other people in other countries and the way that this country used to be a long time ago, you didn't really have that many choices. If your entire family were dairy farmers, guess what, sister? You're a dairy farmer. You don't get to be like, oh, no, I want to make this and go sell it at the fair. Like, no, you're a dairy farmer and we need your help over here. You didn't really have it. You didn't really have opportunity like we have right now. So not only do we have any job you can possibly think of at our fingertips to do whatever we want. Now we have the the influence of social media showing us 
exactly who we could be and what's available. Like, oh, I could do that. Oh my gosh, I could do that. And so you're constantly like, I could do this. I could, oh, oh, this is something I should try to do. Or, and so you're constantly in your head, just adding all these things of what you're not and what you think you want. And as humans, we naturally think the grass is greener on the other side. So the reason why so many people aren't successful and me included is because you, you get impatient because you see all these other things happening and all, and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do this instead. Like, okay, I'm going to build this. Like, okay, never. I'm just going to go do this instead. And we constantly jump and shout out to Alicia for recommending the book called Driven. April, do you know the author of that book? Okay, so put it in the chat when you find it for me, please. So I can tell everyone who's listening to the recording of this. But the book is amazing. And if you feel like you are in the very small percentage of the world of people that are really driven, that have that in you, that you are just a driven person. You want more, you want to be more, you want to give more. You could not be happy just not doing anything for the rest of your life. You have to be doing something. And if you are a driven person, okay, so Terry's reading it too. Uh, It's so amazing because the first few chapters talk all about the science of like why you are like this. And why your DNA is like that and where it came from and how it actually is different than other people and different things you have. It's by Douglas Brackman and it's on audible. It's a red cover with driven and white. Thanks April. So you guys can go get that or buy the book on Amazon. Um, I'm not getting any money for recommending this. It's not like a a plug. (laughs) This is a sponsored ad. Although I wouldn't be opposed to that, (laughs) that would be fine. Uh, But the book is so good if you're a sciencey person and you want to know like the why. And it really just, in April and I were talking about this, it just makes you feel not alone. Like, oh, thank God there's other people out there like me. Like there's nothing wrong with me. Oh, thank God. Like it's, it makes, it validates you so much. And it talks about jumping from thing to thing to thing. And how we're always willing to take the risk. We just take so many risks or like, whatever, don't care, take the risk. Oh, whatever, don't care, take the risk. But we achieve more and we're more successful because we take more risks. And that's something that my husband actually learned with his new boss. Hi, Emmy. I wish everyone who watches the recording could see Emmy. But for Emmy's pop- for Emmy's privacy, we don't want everyone on YouTube and podcasts seeing her, knowing her name, and knowing her mom. <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> so yeah. So when we post the recording, I don't know if anyone knows this, but if you're on live ever, um, if you want to be on live and you've never been on live, just send me a message on Facebook is the best way to get a hold of me. And I can send you the information because anyone is welcome to be live on here. We actually just changed, well, I just changed the rules like yesterday I was thinking about it. And I have a few people that keep saying like, oh, I miss you so much. Like I wish, wish I could still be part of your call. So since I left my previous company, it kind of got mucky for a second. But now that I'm doing my own thing, now I want to open it up to just anyone who wants community, anyone who wants to learn, you want to learn anything, be pumped up and be excited and just get on, you know, there's no requirements you can just be here. But if you don't know that when I post these, it's only the audio version. 
So the videos aren't on anymore. I changed it um, maybe like seven videos ago or so. Um, I changed it. So none of our faces are on and it's just the audio. Just so you know, in case you're ever like that with Emmy and stuff, like that's just kind of how I feel is that sometimes, you know, Skylar walks in naked. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> my YouTube channel is going to be flagged. <laughs> like I'm going to be banned from YouTube. Um, but if you can, bottom line, back to what I was saying at the very beginning is if you can do things throughout your day that are your brand that you talk about and it's truly authentically happening in your life, then your posts and your content are going to be better. People are going to feel it more emotionally. And you're going to start to see that. You're really going to start to see that change. Um, oh, guy <laughs> like my mom just called me and I declined the call like twice. And she called me again and said, on my computer, it said, call answered by iPhone. So Chucky answered the phone. <laughs> so we'll see how long this takes for her to bust in the door. Um, she was so crazy this weekend. We went, we had a soccer tournament and she was just, all the parents were like, I just cannot believe this kid. Like, this is so crazy how she is. Um, someone in the car yesterday said, uh, she, Skylar, I don't know, was like, did you take it? And the kid was, the other kid was like, no, I swear on your life. I didn't take it. And she said, don't swear on my life. I love my life. Don't swear on my life. I was like, did she just really say that? Okay. What did she say? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thanks. And then I talked okay, to bye. your mom. Um, and then I answered. Oh, you did? Yeah. I said, Busa, and then I said, silent, and then I just did that. Oh, okay. And then I just said, Dominic, sit. sit. Okay. Yeah. Can no, you I say said, hi to my friends? Hi, friends. Um, look, Emmy's there. Okay, here, take me home. There you go. Thanks. I'll close the door. Thanks for answering. He's not sick. He begged me to stay home because he was tired. And I told him no. And then now he's like calling me from the school saying he's sick and he even picked up. I'm like, not true. Um, but okay. It's so important that you live out your brand in real life. And so what are some things that you can do in order to do that? So I want you to start. So I want you to get, you guys know that I love, love, love the little whiteboard magnetic sheets. I am going to add these to my shop highlight on my Instagram. So go to my Instagram, life.minded, and I made a brand new highlight of all my favorite things. And it's random things that are just my favorite things in the whole world. I've only added one thing on there so far, but I have at least like 10 things, like these candles that I buy because I don't like burning regular candles in my house because they make me feel sick. I have candles that I love. I have different hair stuff from Amazon, face stuff, like all my stuff. So it's all going to be in there. 
I'm going to put these whiteboard sheets in there because I talk about them all the dang time and I'm obsessed with them because they help me so much. So you can get them in all different sizes. These were a pack of nine. The whole back is magnetic and they're super, super thin. And I love them because I can move them around. I can either like hold them and bring them with me in my car if it's a note or to my computer, or I can stick it on my fridge. I can stick it on my whiteboard. Most whiteboards are magnetic. So you can put this on a whiteboard. So you can, if you're trying to build something or like show something visually, you can write out a few of these and then put them together on a whiteboard, which is really cool. Cause then you can see like the sequence. If you're like, okay, these are the next six videos that I need to make. And you write all the six videos and then you write the little bullet points underneath them. Or if you're like, okay, this is what I need to do next in my brand. I need to watch, I need to purchase Taryn's mentoring the masses thing. And then as I think of to-do lists, I'm going to add them on here. So I just love these so much. They're so, so, so helpful. Um, someone's at my house. Oh, she's backing away. Okay, good. They're so, so, so helpful. I'm going to be mad at myself for editing later. Um, but they're so great because you can just put so much on there and stay organized. So for me, I would write on here what I'm about to tell you. If you also want to put it on a post-it or on an Excel sheet or a note section or however your brain works, do it that way. But you need it to be able to move with you. So I guess not Excel, unless you have it on your phone. Because as you do things throughout your day that are your brand, I want you to write it down. Like my brand is just overall helping people live better lives, motivating and inspiring people to live better lives, to have better finances, to have better fitness, to have better relationships, all of the things to increase your faith into expand your friendships and find your people. And that's what I want to do. So throughout my day, what am I doing that, that makes that happen? So if I tell my kids, like I do every single morning when I drop them off for school or leave them anywhere, I say, be kind. I always yell that to them wherever we are. Like, okay, love you. Bye. Like, Hey, be kind. Don't forget. Like I always say that. And so I could post about that. That's something that other people are like, yeah, I should do that too. Just like April's idea of praying over them or same thing. I wake up and we have a kid's devotional. So I could show people that I do that and then give them the link for it and be like, here, go buy this and do this with your kids too. Um, I take my supplements in the morning. I drink my greens drink. I make my own fancy coffee at home. It saves me money and it's literally better than Starbucks. So I could show somebody that. That's like a financial thing. That's, and I could go through my whole day. Also, I get ready every single morning, right when I wake up. And I've said that before, that's like a life hack of my own. If I wake up and get ready, I feel way, way, way better. I am way more likely to do things, to record myself, to tell a friend they can stop by, to run up to the store, to, I, I just, I need to do it. It's a tip of mine. I could post about that. I could post about driving my daughter to school and how I used to never be able to do that because I worked so much and now I can do that. So you see, you can really dig and that's just my morning. That doesn't even get me to this call. And then I run this call every single morning. 
I could be posting about this every single day about pouring into people. And, and if you're lost and you want to be in a community and you want business tips and you want ideas and I mean, and how cool. So I haven't released this publicly yet. So I'm feeling it right now that I need to do that. I'm not pregnant. Everyone relax. <laughs> that would be exciting. I don't want more kids, but I would feel like God wanted that to happen because we can't, John, we can't have more kids. <laughs> so I would be like, clearly God has a plan for this child. Um, but we have decided that we're going to do a really big retreat. So we were going to do a few different retreats. We were thinking about, I'm going to California and then coming to Michigan and doing, do you guys hear that? Like cracking noise? So my house is so old. I live in a farmhouse that was built in the 1800s and we redid it all. And um, the floors in this room are like the foundation in this room. I don't know what it is, but also I'm 100% sure my house is haunted. But I have um, all of a sudden, it sounds like someone's walking across the floor and it's like super creaky and it literally like moves throughout this whole room. And John says it's Aaron says John says it's the humidity and that the floors like shrink and ex, and expand and and he's like it's fine but it will literally go sometimes I'll just be sitting here not even moving and it'll start and it'll go like all the way into Skylar's bedroom because her bedroom's connected to this and it's like so loud I didn't know if you guys could hear it too I'm just used to it I'm used to used to the presence. No, if there is spirits in my house, they've never given me a bad vibe. They've never done anything creepy or weird. There's just been like things like that. Like, okay, that's weird. Or like things moving or like, so I, I don't know. And our house, just because it's super old. And then someone dropped off a picture to us when they saw us remodeling it. And he said that his grandpa planted the trees in the front of my house. And they're like these huge pine trees. And he was like, I'm going to bring you a picture of my family who lived in this house. And so, well, he actually mailed it to us. And this picture is so creepy. It is like the scariest picture. John wanted to frame it and hang it up in the house. I was like, this picture is not being hung up in this house. It's like a picture of our house from the road. And it looks like our house still does because we didn't really change the front of it a whole lot besides like at a porch. And it's black and white. It's actually not even black and white. It's like the sepia color. Okay, it's like that old. Actually, yeah, I think there's a date on it. I have to find the date. It was like 1817 or like something so old. And there's <laughs> there's these like five people standing on the lawn, all like a shoulder width apart. And they're all standing there with their arms straight down. They have these white dresses and like bonnets on. And then the guys have like white shirts and pants. And no, obviously nobody's smiling. Nobody smiled back then. You can't even really see like their facial features that good, but their arms are just like down to their side and they're all just like standing in front of the house in these like robe things. <laughs> I'm like, this picture is so scary. Like they look like ghosts in the picture. So I'm like, great. All of these people live here with us now. <laughs> like, um, so I didn't know if you could hear the creaking of the floor, but okay. Fun fact about me. Now you know about my house. But these sheets are going to be so good or writing it down on a post-it note, walking around the house and writing down all these things that you do. So you guys get the point. I gave you a ton of examples about mine. Now, what it's going to take for you to be able to 
have examples of your own are being intentionally focused on what you're doing instead of just flying by your day and having no time to think. Um, maybe at the end of your day today, you can walk back through your entire day. If that works better for you, like, okay, what did I do? I woke up and like thing by thing by thing, like, what did you do all day long? And which of those things could you use to post about in your brand? Just so you can start the whole purpose of this exercise is just to start being more intentional of the things that you're doing that could be your brand. Now, I also want you to be intentional of the fact that if you're trying to become someone you're not, like, oh, there's so many opportunities, there's so many options. Ooh, what could I be? I could be like, I could be like a dance mom. I could be, I could be like, uh, I could be super funny and post like couples humor, or I could, oh, I could post scriptures and I could post, you know, you have all these things of like who you want to be and what you want to post, um, of like the best version of yourself and who you want to be and who you want to give value to. But you have to stop and think, are you really being authentic or are you trying to be someone else or like someone else does because they're having success? Like, oh, this girl just posts funny videos of herself in her car. I'm just saying this because I see April not in her car. Like, and like, oh, this girl posts funny videos. I'm going to start doing that. And but like, is that you? Do, do you do that? Is it something that you're passionate about? I think that a brand is super successful when it is authentically you being you. And I am guilty of not doing this from time to time. And this is something that you're going to fall off track and you have to get back on and you're going to fall off and then have to get back on. So it's okay if you're like, okay, I got this. I know what I'm going to do. I'm so focused. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be authentic. And then um, a week later, a month later, you kind of go back to like doing something that's not you. And for me, I started posting a lot of stuff on social media about like calls that I was doing for network marketers. And I was attracting people to me that were network marketers and everyone else who used to interact with my stuff no longer did. It's not bad. It's just something that I found out doing a little research and trial and error on myself to see who my followers are and who am I talking to. Because if I'm talking to only network marketers, well, all of the other people that I genuinely influence because I am just me, um, like posting about the marriage class that I run with my husband or um, posting about positive things, or if you're in a bad mood on a Monday, here's my tips to get out of it. Or if you feel overwhelmed and run down, you're in a valley, here's how you get out. I genuinely help all of those people. They're people from my church. They're people from, um, our school systems. There's people from our soccer team that I don't even know. Like the girl that I got close to this weekend, she was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I follow you on Facebook. And I was like, Oh, we're friends on Facebook. And then I'm like, oh, wait, she knows like way more about me than like I really felt like she did because she already was connected to me on there. So I know that if I stop posting about stuff like that and talking about stuff like that, and I just get super narrow with network marketers, that that is all I'm going to be talking to. 
is network marketers. Now I love network marketers, love them. I'm also in a network marketing company. You know, I love network marketing because of what it offers. It's very, very minimal type of effort. Once you have a brand in place, you can just say, oh, here's my favorite product and you can get a commission for it. And so I love that because you don't have to usually carry an inventory. You don't have to mail things out. You don't have to build a website. You don't have to make a logo. You don't need a brand. You don't need shipping. You don't, I mean, it's so cheap. Like when I was starting my life coaching business, it was, it's like 70 grand so far over the last nine months that I've invested into building this business with all of the softwares and all of the things that I need for the business that I'm building. And network marketing is usually like less than $500 to get started. And that's really good. So I love network marketing, but I don't want to just talk to network marketers. I want to talk to more people than just network marketing because what I'm super passionate about and the only reason why I found this out is because I just put myself out there and I was like, I just have to do it. And then I'm going to research and analyze it after. And I feel like that's really a secret to a lot of the success I've had in life in any area is because I refuse to be miserable. Absolutely refuse. Like I cannot be miserable in my life. I cannot have anything that makes me unhappy. I cannot, I just can't do it. I just can't. Like I cannot live like that. And I've been like that since I was younger, where I remember telling my mom when I was like in high school and I was like, I would, I was, I would always jump from job to job to job, but I always had another job. I just like, would be like, no, I'm quitting my job. And my mom would be like, why are you quitting? I'm like, because I don't like it anymore. Like it's not, I'm literally dreading every day that I go into work. And then I'm like, I'll find a new one. And then I would like quit. And then by next Monday, I would have another job. And then I would do the same thing. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't, because I don't want to be miserable. And, and then I was like that in my relationship. When John and I met, we got pregnant a few months after, had twins. We had a very terrible few years, horrible, horrible relationship. And I just refused to live like that. I refused to do it. And I put in the hard work and I fought because I was, I refused to just let that be my life. This is not going to be my life. I have one life. This isn't going to be it. We're going to figure it out or we're going to go our separate ways. But we, I cannot live with this animosity, this hatred from day to day, this like, I just couldn't do it. But a lot of people can. I see them live it. I, my mom has a few friends that have been in really terrible relationships, like really, really, really terrible. And, you know, I talk about it all the time. I'm like, I can't believe they're still together. <laughs> I can't believe. Or like, I have some friends who have parents like that too. Like, where I'm like, your parents have hated each other since we were in middle school or high school. And I can't believe they're still hating each other. Like, People just don't want to change. I think that it's just so hard to change because one, it's hard to change. It's just hard to do something different. But two, we want to figure it out before we make the change. And so I think we sit back and we're like, okay, I'm, if I can't do it perfect, if I can't figure this out perfect, I'm just not going to figure it out at all. And instead it's like, okay, throw yourself out there and try to see what happens try to see the results that you get and then bring it back to the drawing board, tweak it, and then throw yourself back out there. I kept thinking like, oh, what is my brand? What is my brand? What is my brand? It was like the most daunting thing ever in my life trying to figure this out. 
I thought I was going to lose it. And I realized in that moment though, that there's all these people that have branding training, like, okay, here's how you have your brand. Um, or like once, I guess it's not a branding training. It's more like, here's how to make money online or like, here's what to do. I've been in a lot of workshops where they're like, okay, here's how you take your idea. And then you like grow it with fire. Well, I realized by putting myself out there, joining those workshops, paying for a business coach, just putting myself out there when I didn't know what I wanted to do. I very quickly realized what I did and what I didn't want to do. But I also realized what was needed because when I was in there and then people are like, okay, you take your idea. How do you want to do it? Do you, I'm like, I don't even know the idea. Like, hang on, go back. (laughs) Hold on, go back. Like you're going too fast. I don't know how to do this because I don't even know the idea yet. And in that moment, I realized people need help creating their brand because people don't know what they want to do. They don't know who they want to be. They don't even know who they are because you're too close to yourself and you can't see it. And so by putting myself out there, I realized, okay, I need to help people create a brand. And that's why I did that. But then I realized by putting myself out there again and making that post and saying, okay, I'm just going to do some trainings for network marketers only. I'm going to see what kind of feedback I get. And I would do calls where I'd have a couple hundred people show up and I would have a couple hundred people like my posts and share my posts. And I'm like, wow, this is okay. Like there's a lot of network marketers here, but that's when I saw that no one else was liking it. No one else was commenting. No one else was getting on who was from my church, who was from soccer, who was from my family, who is. And so I was like realizing that by doing this, yes, I'm niching down, which is super important and very, very good to do to get as specific and small of a group as you possibly can. I know it sounds crazy. Like, why would I eliminate customers? Like I need to like go wide. I need to like catch everyone. Yes. Your mind says that for money's sake, but you're not going to be able to talk super specific and get super relatable and super close and connection and have these connections with people. If you are not specific in direct enough of what you're saying. And so if you can niche down, then you can be specific, but it's also okay to niche up a level if you have to, too. Like I went down the hole of like, okay, now I'm going to jump into network marketers. And then I was like, okay, that did work. It would probably fill my pockets faster, but I'm like, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to be just influencing and just talking to network marketers because who I'm really passionate to help are people who are sick and tired of living with mediocrity. That's really, truly who I am. And in my mission statement, it's what it says. I'm inspiring unfulfilled women to live above mediocrity and to take their life into their own hands and create financial and time freedom. That's what I want to do. So if I'm just talking to network marketers, well, I already have the group that's like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. I want to catch the people that don't. I want to catch the people that are still like miserable in all of their relationships, miserable in their life, miserable thinking like, wow, must be nice. Wish I could do that. And I'm like, you can, you can do it because I did it. Okay. Notifications. I can, because I did it. 
And so that's why I'm passionate about inspiring other people to do it because I know it can be done. I did it and I lived a miserable life. I had a miserable relationship. I wasn't strong in my faith. I started doubting God. I very, very much despised God for a long time. And you know what? It's okay because he can take it. It's just like when your kids are like, I hate you. And they pound, you're like, yeah, okay. You're not like, I mean, okay. The first time it happens, you're probably like, oh my gosh, like what? You hate me? Like that's so mean. But after a couple of times, it's like, goodbye, close your door, <laughs> like get out of here. And you know that they don't hate you. It's the same thing with God. Like we might be like, I hate you, God. Like, okay, it's fine. You can be mad. You should be mad. I know what's best for you. And when you realize that you're going to feel bad for saying you hate me. And it's the same thing as us. We're adults. We just throw different kind of temper tantrums. Like we still do the same things we did when we were kids, but now we just don't have an adult or a mom or dad who are, you know, forcing us to do these things because we don't live with them or we don't have to really answer to, you know, every single thing they say anymore. Um, yeah, we'll get over it. It is every single time you do. And so if you can really figure out who you are passionate to help and what feels the best, like when you do something, what feels so good that you're doing? Like you're like, every time that I, um, like here's a, here's a perfect example. So my mom, anytime we're out in public anywhere and there's homeless people, she always stops and talks to them. Like always, even when I was a kid, she would like one time I remember she like drove around the block to find this guy, like multiple like times, like trying to find where he was. And then she like took off her Calvin Klein fur jacket and like rolled on the window and was like, please take my coat. Please take my coat. It was snowing. We were up North. He didn't even have a coat on it. Tons of snow. And he was like, no, 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 I don't want your coat. I don't want your coat. And she was like, well, I'm leaving it right here and I'm going to drive away. So you can either leave it here or you can take it. And she did. She just like dropped it. I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I loved that coat. <laughs> like, And she did too. I knew how much she loved that coat. And to see her do that is when I knew my mom had a heart for the homeless. And so she doesn't, you know, she didn't turn it into a business. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't run a nonprofit. She's not whatever. But that is something of who she is and something that she genuinely hurts for. And she, her heart aches for people like that. And so maybe your heart aches for special needs families or unfulfilled women or people in broken marriages or kids in the foster system or moms who can't get pregnant or you know, there's so many things that you could be like, this bothers me. Sex trafficking, like homeless, teen pregnancy, addiction, whatever is going on out there that you're like, yeah, this, I'm passionate about this. Maybe you're just passionate about it because you are like my mom is with the homeless. Like there's no one in our family who's been homeless. It wasn't like something that she has like trauma from or an experience with. She just is like that. So maybe that's how you are. Maybe you've had cancer ruin your entire life with your family or with yourself. And now that's why you're passionate is because you lived it. You walked those shoes and now you want to make an impact in that area. 
So that's really the first steps of figuring out what you truly are branded towards, what you truly are passionate about is your brand. I don't even like to call it a brand because I feel like when we say brand, it sounds like work. It sounds like, oh, what's my brand? Oh my gosh. I don't know. And it's like overwhelming. It's just like, what are you passionate about? That's it. Are you passionate about homeschooling? Are you passionate about organic living? Are you passionate about gardening, farming? Um, are you passionate about being an average mom? I love that April said that one time. April was like, I don't know, because I'm just an average mom. And I'm like, wait a second. That's relatable. There's other moms out there that are like, I don't know. There's really nothing special about me. I'm just like, I'm just like average. I have an average house. I have an average, like I, we eat average. She was like, we eat out probably more than we should. And we get McDonald's a lot, but like I do my best. Like I, I'm trying. I'm like, right. That is relatable. That gives value to someone. You don't have to be like Miss Organic, crunchy, anti everything mom to be like, no, you need to be you. So if you like have a dirty mouth and talk like a trucker and you tell nasty jokes, like make a brand out of that. <laughs> like you don't have to have your brand be this like hoity toity, oh, white Christian woman. Like that is not what it has to be. Your brand needs to be you for real. So if you're known for funny memes and dirty jokes, then turn up the volume and go for it. Like it's who you are and what you want to do. So just remember to not compare and get stuck in that lane when you are posting and you are talking to people and you're on social media, because when you're on social media, what you're also seeing is everyone else's brands and what everyone else is doing. And it's really easy to get confused. It's really easy to, oh gosh, I have been acting like someone else. I have been trying to be someone, or maybe what's holding you back from being as good as you are is because you're trying to look at what other people are doing and you're trying to just imitate it instead of really looking at yourself and thinking, okay, who am I? Who am I passionate about? What do I want to do? Because that's really what's going to help you. And so that's the first thing is you need to know, like, who are you passionate from or who are you passionate for? What are you passionate about? And then taking that and then applying it in branding courses and trainings and things that you enroll in. There's a ton of free stuff out there, ton of free classes that people do. Um, they do these like workshops um, where they will, you'll see like an ad on social media and it's a free workshop and they add you into a Facebook group. And then over like, a, you know, they're like seven days away, mark your calendars and then once it starts, then it's like a video, a live video every day. I was thinking about doing something like that because um, I hate when they try to get you to like get on live and it's like, okay, this is like hard <laughs> with everyone's schedules. So although I do like people on live, it's also, I'm thinking a good idea to just be like live in a Facebook group so people can go back and watch the videos, maybe like three days to a new brand or three days to define your brand or, you know, doing something like that. So that could happen soon, but people are offering these things for free all over the place, helping you with all kinds of stuff. How do, um, like there's one that I enrolled in before it was called life on fire. 
and it was this Christian couple, Nick and Megan, and it was awesome. It was so good. And they actually was the first step to me realizing, okay, I don't know what my brand is. And their whole thing was once you get a brand, here's what you do now. And I never got past the first, I think I watched two days live. And then I was like, I'm just so lost because I don't even have a brand that I stopped watching the rest of it because I realized like I need to have a brand. And if I don't have a brand, I started talking to all of my friends and they were like, yeah, I can't figure this out either. I can't figure this out either. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm like, okay, hold on a second. We all need to figure this out. We need to put our heads together and then we need to create something where we can teach other people how to do it because I realized it was a need. And the best way to create a business or a way of money to receive is by creating, seeing a need and then filling it, creating a solution. So you can't do that if you never jump in. If you're still waiting, like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Like my son at soccer over the weekend, like he can make the play in his head all day he wants of how he's going to shoot the goal and what he's going to do and how he's going to throw it in, how he's going to pass it. And he could do that all day. But when he gets into the field and it's like, okay, go in, Dom, you're in, you go in and the, the whole game changes because now you're like, oh, well, this just happened. So now I need to shift. So we spend so much time just trying to figure out the end goal before we get started that it's a waste of time. And really, it's just a way to avoid what we need to do anyway. You're just avoiding and kind of dancing around it. Because when you start step one, two, three, your step 10 that you thought that you had is going to change because you get to step one, two, oh, wait, shift over this way. And your step 10 is this way. And you're like, that didn't even work. That's why it's really hard for network, for, I need to say this right. That's why it's hard for people in network marketing that are coaching teams like people who own network marketing companies or who are at the very top of network marketing companies or like the founders or people like that who used to do it and they don't anymore because everything has changed so much that it's easy to say, okay, these are the steps, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, but they don't realize because they're not doing it that it's changing. And so for me, I'm still relevant to it. I'm still building in network marketing, but I'm not building as much as I was. And so I'm sure when I get back in it more, I'll have to learn things the hard way because, you know, I wasn't there. But if you are coaching and teaching this entire company of how to do something and you haven't done the job, it's kind of hard to do that. You know, it is. And you experience that in corporate America, too, where these people are at the top and they're trying to tell you how, and you're like, you literally have never done this. You don't understand that this is impossible. You don't understand that this is not going to work. And that's why good CEOs and good VPs and good presidents will listen to the fields because that's what they want to do. Like my husband's landscaping company, they were just telling me a story, him and his boss about the guy who is out there doing weeds and cutting grass and things like that. And they wanted to know for him, like, Hey, what's the most efficient way to do this? And they asked him because they're like, we don't do that anymore. Like we're not out there doing this. Things have changed. Like I want to know from his point of view. And that's really good because we're kind of out of touch with it. 
when you have a leader at the top trying to teach this whole team and it's like you're literally not even working in this field at all it's hard because it's just not relatable and as you're as you as the leader so thinking about you are the leader and now you have this team of people underneath you it can be a lot of pressure on us to oh shoot i need to really figure out step 10 for my team so they can hit it but if you yourself are not going through it and doing what you're teaching, then you're also doing it the wrong way. And it's very easy to mess this up and to start like preaching and not actually doing it. But if you want to get, if you want your whole team to get consistent with like reaching out to people or saying happy birthday or posting every day, let's just say talk posting. If you're trying to get a group of people to post every single day on social media, you yourself need to be doing it. And while you're doing it, you need to think what's going to come up while I'm doing this for my people that I can help them cross that bridge faster. Oh, I, I had no idea to track. I kept forgetting, like, did I post yesterday? I had to keep going back and looking because I didn't realize if I posted every day. So I created this tracker and it's super easy. And every time I post, oh, I kept forgetting to post. So I set an alarm in my phone and now I have an alarm in my phone. So now I'm going to teach people, hey, download this tracker, send an alarm in your phone for two o'clock every day and make sure you do this. Um, I found, I found myself like, just throwing up random posts just for the sake of posting. And so what I realized is the night before I have to plan what I'm going to post about. So I'm also going to put on the tracker, the bottom line of tomorrow's post so that I can kind of write out what tomorrow's post is going to be. You see how like you won't ever figure those things out if you weren't actually doing it. You're like, the goal is to post 30 times in 30 days. Go do it. That's easy. That's step 10. Go do it. That's not step 10, actually, and that's not going to work because everyone who tries to do it is going to fail. But if you're like, okay, step one, download the tracker. Step two, set an alarm on your phone. Step three, write down tomorrow night's post. Um, actually, we can move those down a little because step one should probably be like, are you going to commit to this for real? Don't just say it like, oh, yeah, that's fun. I'll do it. Count me in. Are you going to commit to this for real? Is this what you want to do? And then how am I going to do it? And then spelling it all out from there. So we're being influenced by our leaders, but we're also leading other people and we have the ability to influence others. So don't get the messages mixed and don't just do what you're taught. Think for yourself of what makes sense. What should I actually be doing? How does this actually feel good? How am I actually going to make an impact with this? How, because it doesn't matter if you have 30 days to $1,000 by my posting system if you're not doing the steps, you're never going to make $1,000. So who cares? Now you're just throwing something out there to sound good. And that's not even going to work. So I hope that that helped a little bit with your passion and who you're talking to. And if you should niche up or niche down. Um, I love you guys. Thanks for being on live or watching this recording. Um, if you like, I just found this out. If you like my YouTube channel and you subscribe to notifications, I think it's like the bell you click on. Every time a new thing, I did it, I like subscribed to myself, which is weird that you can do that. But every time that I post um, on my YouTube, I will actually like right after it's done uploading on there, I get a notification on my computer that says like-minded uploaded a new video. So that'll be like a good thing. And then you can go on YouTube and check your notifications and it'll just tell you if I uploaded a new one so that you don't miss any of them. But um, okay, you can do that on my podcast too if you don't wanna miss anything. But okay, thanks for getting on. Love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.